0: All right, Mena fans. Welcome back to Minifandom. Fandom. Uh, I'm joined by two fucking heroes of the Minifan world. <laughs> two guys who have done more than any other Minifan. fan. Sitting in a car with Justin for twelve hours, with Tim and Canton for a few minutes, with Diesel. <laughs> um look, let's bring on Mr. McFrostaddy himself. Uh, how are you, big boy?
1: Minners, I'm, I'm great. It's uh, great to be back in Georgia, great to be back in my living room. Um, the connecting flight in Philly was a disaster, but uh, it's I'm feeling good.
0: Good. I can see you stretching out there on the couch, you know, not yep. squeezed in the corner. Um, and then returning to Minna uh, before we started, I was telling uh, Daddy what a great trip I had. And this man uh, was a big part of it, Tim Ridgels. Timmy boy, how you feeling?
2: <laughs> not too bad, not too bad.
0: Uh, recovering, but uh, it was good. Um, yeah, pretty good. So excellent. I mean, like, just an extraordinary evening's entertainment. Even last night, I was just going back and watching um, bits of the live stream. I mean, you know, how have you? I mean, I'll start with um, McFuzzy. How have you sort of thought about that uh, experience? Have you gone back and watched bits of it? Tell me.
1: Yeah, I've gone. I've watched um, a lot of the Dana stuff just because. I was when Dana got in the car. It, I was rattled. Like, I was uncomfortable. The guy made me really uncomfortable. You could tell he was kind of sleazy. So uh, I, I didn't talk for a long time. And the whole time I was thinking, like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like, is he gonna hurt us? Like, what the fuck is going on? Uh um, grab grab
0: your pecker at one point. I mean, like, tra- oh, people say I'm gay, but I'm not gay, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He, i mean he was crazy. he was talking nonsense
1: the whole time um but after a while i felt more comfortable but the uh I've, I've watched a decent amount of it um the tim stuff of course i've gone back to watch um but i mean just recapping it in my head thinking of all the things like how the fuck did you stay in there um but that was my plan for the night that was the place i had to stay so i had no choice really
2: mm. <laughs> when we were uh justin said that he had uh Put a talisman somewhere in the car uh, that if we found it, um, we could take a half hour outside the car. I declined that uh, anyway, even if we found the talisman. But uh, while we were searching through Justin's car, we found a, a, a box cutter like this rusty box cutter. <laughs> and so... Uh, <clears throat> When Dana first got in the car and got back out to go get his chicken tenders, uh, uh Fust Eddie looks at me and he goes, I'm keeping this fucking box cutter in my pocket. His <laughs> hands like shaky. He's like, What do we what do we do here? Is this guy okay? He's like, I don't know.
1: You'll probably be fine. He's like, Well, I got this fucking box cutter in my pocket. And it's like, okay, bro, fucking stab him. Uh, I didn't want to um, die in Justin's car.
0: <laughs> have you been since it Timmy? I mean, that, that was you know, how did you do a night dry like that for a start?
2: It wasn't bad. I, I, uh, I kept it. I had two, um, I had two neat Tito's at the restaurant and then I just started going heavy on water. Um, I was trying to hydrate all day. I, I drank a lot of water so I could like just drain a huge piss before we got in. But it didn't like run through me as fast as I thought. so i I was a little uh that that was the only real issue I had on the night was uh, having to piss at some point. It was tougher than I thought. Um, I wasn't gonna piss in a bucket like a home Depot five gallon bucket. so um, other than so did, that do, like,
0: do, so can I just clarify there was some confusion about this. So did neither of you did you just do one piss each in the Gatorade bottle? is that is that what ended up happening?
2: No, this fucking cyborg held his fucking piss for twelve straight hours. Yeah. So did Justin. Wow. Yeah. So, Justin and him both just fucking powered through. No, I had uh, I had two drinks before we started, and then
0: um sorry, sorry, we, sorry, we so met Diesel, a- he started handing yeah. out Tito's okay. nips. Okay, it's <laughs> just- great. So so Timmy, so you took one piss in a bottle. Yep, yeah, yeah. Okay. So that's pretty amazing. Twelve hours, three men, Dana and Tim don't count and one piece i mean that's i guess you've got youth on your side at my age you know i do one piece an hour so i'd be fucked
2: i will say at about uh 12 hours and 15 minutes after i took off in my car i had had like one sip of iced coffee and it activated an entire different system <laughs> so i sped around looking for a public park i see this public park but it's all locked up so i jumped the fence and I go to this porta potty, in and out real quick. And as I exit the porta potty, I look to my left and I realize that there's an open door right there, so I didn't have to go in uh, Jason Warren <laughs> style. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was emergency time at that point.
0: So. <laughs> and, and, what, and what's the recovery been like, Timmy, since the the night in the car?
2: I've just been trying to take it easy. Uh, we're, I'm focused on mini golf now, so uh, it's gonna Champion. be a hot day, and uh, I, I'm just trying to. Keep it really, really tight, really, really peaceful. Stay hydrated, <laughs> stay, stay centered. Um. So I mean, yeah. Timmy,
0: you you're, you're putting together one hell of a year as far as Minifan goes. I mean, twenty twenty two might be your year as a Minifan. I mean, you, you've put you know all of the Minifamily was a good run, but I think uh, going independent and just you know Tim Timmy on the loose. Twenty twenty two. It's been a revelation. The
2: the biggest thing for me in twenty twenty two has been first American contact with uh, one Mister Menners. So thank you very Ooh, yeah. much for that. That meant a lot.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh man, Wednesday, Wednesday night was epic. Um, so McFast Daddy. Um, so you, so you go into the studio with Kirk. What was that like?
1: Uh,
0: that was a, it. Was
1: a lot of fun. Um, the studio was about as shitty as advertised. I mean, it's it's nice enough, but I mean, it's I mean, it is kind of. Scary looking from the outside, um, but it was time we sat back in the producer's room with Justin. Got to see and hang out with Blind Mike, so that's always a good time. Um, but I mean, it was just a studio; there wasn't a ton to it.
0: Yeah, I've been in there, as you know. Um, yeah. Must have been, um, must have been pretty. You must have been pretty whacked at that point. I mean, um, both of you, you know, in there all night trying to keep up with Kirk.
1: Oh yeah no, I mean my my brain was pretty mush like I didn't have much left in the tank, and uh I was really just dying for a shower. I could smell myself, I could smell Tim, I could still smell justin uh I mean I was i mean being in the studio was great I needed a shower though It was it was
0: disgusting and and gone yeah,
1: honestly I, the way
2: that the show went, I was shocked um it's one of those things if Kirk doesn't like something, He's going to make everyone else not like it. If he likes it, he's going to make everyone else kind of like it. So, uh, you know, we're in there with a very, very sharp, quick mind. And we're both dead and justin's next to us so i feel like it could have gone uh much 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 worse uh, i was yeah. very happy with the uh, end product considering i, mean, I was I, I was tripping balls by the end
0: of that i was just yeah, like yeah. there are prisms around lights it was just like i need i need <laughs> yeah. to get out of here you could tell <laughs> that light. when like they they mentioned dana and you're both like
2: dana yeah
0: <laughs> like um I I'm I, diesel i yeah thursday was a top 5% show for me in show history. I loved it. It just it made me laugh. I mean, obviously the top shows are for me when Steve gets – fired or in trouble <laughs> or left but apart from those shows you know thursday show was right up there so well done uh, it was, i thought mike and kirk were so funny about the whole thing on thursday they just they were just terrific the whole tim and canton thing um mcfast daddy so you you leave the studio and you go back to gearhead mike's house with his lovely um partner um, is that correct
1: that is right. Yeah, he sent me a uh DM during the show telling me do not go to the library and Can you can you
0: just Daddy Put both earphones in. Put both in. Put yeah. both. In, and then it stops the other one dangling. Just helps the noises. Yeah. There you go. Thank
1: you. Um, so, yeah, so he, t- he DM'd me during the show, said, please go back to my house, do not go to the library, um, go lay down. They had an extra bedroom. They had an amazing view. I mean, they lived right on the beach.
0: But, so did um, Gearhead, I've seen the photo. So did Gearhead Mike get in the shower with you or get in bed with you, be
1: honest? <laughs> <laughs> no, no he, said he wasn't there. He, he was working. Um, but Miss Gearhead Mike was there. She was just doing some uh, things around the house, but uh, very lovely
0: hosts. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Sounds like it was all above board. Yeah. Um, uh, so, I mean, let's get into a bit more detail about the night. So, Timmy Ridgels, you know, we saw the pre-video. So, Jacob or McFuss Daddy was always in. you flown from Georgia. You had to do the car. But, Timmy, you were you were uncertain. You you weren't really committed. You'd, you'd come along just to kind of watch. And, and then, you know, how did you end up in the back?
2: I literally called my wife. On Wednesday at like 2.30, I was just like, I think I'm going to head down. Um, I really think that there's a strong possibility I show up and it's just me and Tim from Canton and we chill in Justin's car all night and get through it and we get tickets to a couple shows uh when i did show up had <laughs> he was the only one there tim wasn't even there yet so it's just like oh shit it happened like the 8 10 people that said they were going to show up they didn't show up and uh at that point i was kind of pot committed i mean i figured 12 hours in a car like if you've ever road tripped or like followed a band for a summer like at some point you're going to get in a car drive 8 10 hours you're going to be dirty It's going to be hot. You're going to be all fucked up and it's going to suck. And you're going to make time to get there. So it's not like you can stop and fuck around too much. So I don't know. It's kind of like my natural habitat to just kind of be like fucked up in the back of a car. that's real dirty, I guess.
0: Well, I know. (laughs) I mean, when we went out in Boston, you ended up in your car with a a terrible Seven Eleven sandwich, sandwich. So yeah, fair enough then. Um, So, so going in, I guess, uh, you know, McFastaddy, what was it like sort of getting in and sort of the reality of what was in front of you became, you know, present?
1: Uh, so I start, I was feeling sick um, a little bit. I think I was just kind of nervous for what was about to happen. I think so. I think so. Yeah, and so, um, so get in the car. The gas starts coming out of Tim's ass right there to the right. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? We start driving. Justin starts pumping the heat. Uh, my legs started shaking. I was like, I really don't know how long I can be in here. Like I don't have, I really don't have a hotel planned or anything. So I have to stay in here. Uh, so that was the mindset was just, I needed it. Um, but I, at the beginning, I didn't want to be there. I was scared of Tim and Canton. I didn't know what he was about to bring out, uh, but I was nervous. I was really nervous.
0: Not surprised. Um, so, So Tim and Canton was the big story. Tim and Canton was the big story. I mean, What the fuck? I mean, my thing with Tim is, lovely guy, but you cannot talk a game like he talked and then bail after two and a half hours. I mean, you know, all the bravado, it was, you know, it was like WWE stuff, and then, you know, he's out in the first round.
2: It was it was I, on the show. I mench- mentioned it kind of being like into a like a, a poker tell or something. Uh, but it's like a boxer or a UFC fighter that, you know, puts on some crazy show before the fight. And the other guy just kind of stands there and looks at him like <laughs> that's not going to work. Uh, so, I mean, it, I thought he was going to make it all the all the ceremony and all the pomp and circumstance and all the things he was doing. I still thought he was going to make it. I, I I I thought he was going to make it. I, I I still can't believe he dove out after two and a half hours. Um, a sad day.
0: In, in hindsight, would you have preferred, you know, more time with Tim or the time you got with Dana Diesel, the mayor of Waltham?
2: As uh, Dana brought. A whole new vibe. It was what it was what the stream needed. The Tim thing was really interesting, and it kind of got things moving because it was it was a struggle beforehand. Uh, I don't think it was super well planned out as far as like activities and torture torture games and stuff. Uh, but as soon as as soon as Dana got in, it became a much more unique experience. I, I, I he's walking up and down the street in Waltham with a backpack filled with Tito's nips and he's just waiting on chicken fingers and it's like hey you want to get in a car for nine hours with a bunch of strangers and he goes yeah absolutely just let me get my fingers it was it it was uh he's a free spirit um he's probably with god now uh (laughs) i miss him (laughs) r.i.p diesel
0: Uh, i wonder apparently some people have found him on snapchat and mm. uh, I want. uh, has anyone seen any of that material i'm not on snap i was watching his high school uh his high school football, um,
2: like recruiting video, like a highlight video. Weren't that many highlights, but it was a video nonetheless. Uh, and then his snaps are pretty entertaining as
0: well. So, okay. And has he said anything about the experience? Like weird, very strange, weird, uh, a, lot
1: of, <laughs> a lot of weirds and very strangest. So. Really? I mean, okay. So I have a, like a background report check thing through my work, and I ran his name through the background report, and I found what he got arrested for, so he was definitely driving drunk. He got an OUI, um, he had a speeding violation, and a failure to yield all on the same day, so that story of him just getting pulled out of a hotel for no reason was just completely made up, 100% made up
2: one of the hardest i laughed all night okay so uh dana dana gets out finally and <laughs> big fuss daddy goes uh I don't know if anything about that man was accurate or true at all. He was just completely vague. He didn't answer one question. Then he goes, at some point he goes, uh, yeah, you know, I got a scholarship, but then I like broke my finger real bad. And then I lost all that weight. And then he goes, I do not
1: see the correlation there. It
2: was great. It was,
1: great. Dude was an enigma. I mean, it, it was, it was kind of scary. But, but.
0: Uh, it was great. I, I, it seems like you two have formed quite a little bond after your evening together. Yeah, we're best friends. He's the
2: man. Like he's someone that uh, he reminds me of a real good friend of mine from school. Uh, they they actually look alike too, which is odd. But yeah, no, he's he, he's a good guy and a uh, perfect person to spend a night. Just kind of struggling, (laughs) struggling with, he's, he's, he's like a quiet centered guy. So it was, Mm. it was pretty, it was about as peaceful as it could
0: have been. It was, uh, there was no tension. We were in it together, uh, working against Justin and the elements. So (laughs) yeah, you did well. Um, Tim and Canton leaving. So I watched again, the highlights on YouTube. I've seen it a couple of times now. I mean, I don't think it was like a, a, obviously Tim was cranky. And he was annoyed. He was disappointed in himself. I think he was a little bit ashamed of himself. But you were there. I mean, how how big was the snap? Because on the camera with the poor quality and everything, um, couldn't see the eyes. Like, had he really snapped, McFuss Daddy? Had, it, had he clicked?
1: Yeah, I mean, we had just played that fucking high ho chario game in the 90-degree heat in Justin's car that lasted five or ten minutes too long. And then, I mean, he, he was just kind of looking down. And he opened the doors and, fuck this. I mean, it was, it was, it was like he had a panic attack. I mean, he, just, mm. he was just done. That's what I thought was
2: happening. I thought, okay, so when we were playing that fucking hi-ho, cheerio, whatever game, torture, the metal on the door handles was literally hot, like mm. sauna wall hot. And I, I, I thought Tim was having a panic attack. The way he didn't say anything at all and just, like, got up and got out. As a person that's had, like, panic attacks, it looked like when someone's having a panic attack. Just say nothing to anyone because your mind is doing its thing. I'm going to fucking die. And you just go for the exit. Um, luckily, it was just uh, leg cramp. But, um, uh, yeah, that, that hi-ho cheerio, that was That was fucking brutal. That was brutal.
1: It was a true test of strength. I mean, it was – Justin rigged it, so, I mean, it was was all fucked up.
0: I don't don't think
1: there were rules, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think Tim was fine. I mean, he was annoyed at himself. He wanted to lift home. You know, he's too old to use Uber. Um, I I think his big mistake was – like, I think it's a bit like – what Clem is doing at Barstool. Like, I think some of these things are for the young, like I think when you hit 40, you know, you can't be spending 12 hours in a car overnight. Like, I'm sorry, you're not 40 at are you, Tim? You're like mid-30s. 30, 38. Yeah. So, he, so, he, so, so yeah, I just think it, he put too much pressure on himself. And uh, uh, your, your old uh, co-host, uh, Madawaska Rob, Tim, has been very critical of the fact that there wasn't better quality uh, footage. And I actually do think if we've learned anything from this, they could have maybe rigged up some GoPros, even if they weren't live, just so, you know, you had good quality footage of Tim leaving, Um, you know, and, and, you know, Justin said, oh, it would have been so hard to export and render the whole thing. I get it, but you could have still, you couldn't, you didn't have to release the whole thing. You could have just gone in and made highlights. Like, well, yeah, I think we've, better quality cameras would have been good. And, like, the last half an hour you two were dying. Like, I would have loved to John. have seen your faces in high definition. Like, you had Justin in the middle with the the uh, lightsabers singing. Like, it was mesmerising and so annoying. And you two were just, you know, I could tell you were both just could see the finish line. It was just survival mode. I would love to have seen that in high definition.
1: That was easily the worst part of the entire trip. I mean, it was. We we're forty five minutes away, and then Justin. I mean, Justin's a big guy, so there there was no room back there. I mean, his his armpits were on my shoulder. That I mean, it was disgusting. That that was yeah. tough. It's like a hawk, like a whole mm. hawk, like a side of beef, like a
2: like a <laughs> big hawk. Like and Dana, Dana was man spreading aggressively drunk, <laughs> but like when when Justin like lays into you. He he he's he he's a big he's a big person like he he he's big boned his leg it was it was a, a hawk like <laughs> that was a lot I uh, <laughs> that last that last twelve minutes was a, a fucking eternity that was an eternity but whatever man
0: <laughs> yeah it, it was it so was it worse when you had Diesel who you know just spread out and took over the back seat or when you had Justin there.
1: It was Justin, I think. Justin yeah. had nowhere to move. Like, he couldn't move his legs or his arms anymore. Like they were just they were just on you. Diesel at least he had a little length to him. So if you need mm. to move his knees or something, he could. But I mean Justin was just all he was like he, he was all over you.
2: Intentionally too. He <laughs> yeah. really laid it on. He really turned it up for that last forty five minutes. Yeah. I, I respect it. I respect it. Uh, getting back to Justin, like and the Justin falling asleep. The only rule Justin had was to make sure me and Fostetti didn't break the rules or the other contestants. Justin could have sat outside the car while he was baking us out. Justin could have been (laughs) sitting there sipping a pina colada if he wanted outside the car. Justin endured torture. Uh, The only thing that Justin didn't do that we had to sustain the entire night, he got out to get gas one time. Other than that, he didn't get out of the car. He didn't fucking, he, he didn't piss. He And and the other thing, like the heat that he's blaring, it's hitting him first. Yeah. So it's just killing him. And I keep looking the fattest at Fust- guy, the
0: fattest guy in the car as well. Yeah.
2: And I keep looking at McFoss daddy. It's like, I think we can outlast this motherfucker. <laughs> like, I think anything that we can take, like, I, I, I honestly, like, I felt pretty good. Like he was getting the worst of it but instead of like really being a dick about it and getting out and like fucking you know uh taking a fan or sitting there in a lawn chair he he just he just did it with us like a complete lunatic so i mean justin justin broke no rules
0: justin fucking went fucking and over then he the went and produced a show and then he went and produced a show so good on absolutely. you absolutely um- how, how, the GoPro, that, how would the GoPros have worked? Would,
2: would that have been that hard? I keep, I keep seeing people saying the GoPro thing. So you just kind of like that
0: uh, cash cab show or whatever you like. Yeah. A, so a couple yeah, GoPros yeah. facing backwards. Uh, so I think Justin is right. It might have been difficult to stream them live. But as I said, yeah. you could go back and then post Tim leaving yeah. in high definition or mm-hmm. you know highlights of Diesel, Dana Beers, Mayor of Waltham, you know, cut together sequences. Um, so – how bad did Justin smell by the end? How bad was the smell in the car by the end?
1: Uh, I mean, it's just a big, I mean, a big guy just sweating for 12 hours straight. Everybody just sweated for 12 hours straight. That's why we didn't have to pee, really, is because the air was always on and it was always hot. But then I had to wear Justin's shirt that he wore to a concert the night before <sighs> that he just sweated through. And I, when I put it on, I about threw up. I threw up a little bit in my mouth. And luckily, he had just like he had like ten sticks of Right Guard just in the back of his car for no reason. So much Right Guard, yeah, so, so just, much Right Guard. I just lathered that thing, my shirt up with the Right Guard, and you could still just smell Justin through the deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> but it was
2: rigid. The shirt was rigid when it it hit me, and I picked it up. It was like hard. It was so fucking yeah, gross, dude. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, um wow um and and it sounds awful sounds awful um it was great for me because because of the time difference this was going on all through my work day so i just kind of had you guys on in the background um pretty much the whole day i had a few meetings where i was like you know, I wanted to keep you guys still on, but I figured it would be very unprofessional. i be like, what are you watching? Oh, there's just this guy sleeping Put in Put your car. hands up on my <laughs> body. Who's that dude? He, he looks amazing. Um, but um, so, I mean, I guess a couple of things. I mean, you know, I, I think, what, what do you think of Justin falling asleep? I mean, Kirk said that changes everything. What does it change?
2: Nothing he could have slept the whole time if he wanted, technically. Like, so the onus was on us. So I was trying to lull him asleep for a little while, and like, (laughs) so we could just kind of like spread out, fucking just chill out for a little bit. I just kind of wanted to lull him to sleep, but it's not like if he fell asleep, we could like escape. There's a fucking phone watching us. Mm. So there was, it's one of those things. I don't think he broke any rule. He could have slept, like I said, he could have brought a fucking lawn chair and sat outside and napped outside in the cooler air, but it, he didn't. So no, Justin took it like a fucking G. It was pretty crazy.
0: Um, well, good then. Good. Um, did, did Now, Tim, uh, I don't want to, you know, maybe get you disqualified from this competition, but maybe I do. Uh, did you break the rules? Like, did you send me a WhatsApp message from in the car? Was that you? We did you get your car? Did you get your phone at any stage, or was it after? Because I don't know. Um, I'd have I'd have to do the time thing, but you know, maybe McFustad is the only real winner.
1: No, we had our phones at the beginning for until Justin confiscated them.
2: You got me at uh You got me at seven thirty nine p.m. seven
0: forty. No,
1: I don't think so. Yeah, that's when we were (laughs) still allowed to have our phones. Yeah, I'm
0: just so. Um, so, so what is it? It was, I got the message at 8.26 PM my time, which is, um, so it's eight. So, uh, 8.26 PM my time, which is, I thought that, I thought that was before you got out of the car. I thought that was like six something your time.
2: No, I Um, think the only thing that we did, uh, at one point, um, was uh, check on uh, someone's mom. But other than that, okay. Like, okay. there was, so you, no, there was yeah. no phone
0: at all. Oh, really? Um, Sydney time to Boston. Let me just check this. I mean, I'd hate to see you get disqualified. I'm in a fandom from, yeah, it says that would be 6.26 a.m. Boston time. So, I don't know. I think maybe McFustad is the only real winner.
1: No, yeah. I think that that was after breakfast, I think. we got yeah. uh, We got a little phone break. Okay, breakfast. all right. So it was and a sanctioned, it was, it was yes, a phone
0: brand. Okay, yeah. good, because I didn't see that bit on the video. I tried to find it last night.
1: No, nah, we um, can't, we can't have Tim disqualified. He followed all the rules.
0: Well, well I mean, oh, yeah. I, I, I hope Kirk's listening and Justin, and I can, um, make sure this was sanctioned. And look, I'm glad you sent me the message, uh, Tim, because if you got disqualified for sending me the message, was I sent you, you poor bastard, and then you sent me back, lol. So if you get disqualified <laughs> for that, it'll be a crying shame. This is anyway, 6.36 a.m. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Anyway, hopefully it was a sanctioned food break. Obviously, I'll check with Justin and the boys. Um, anyway, always breaking news on Minifandom. Like, uh, um righty. So I guess – what, what's next for you, too? How do you top this effort? You know, sleep for two days in the car. What's the plan?
1: I don't know. if You can top. I mean, Tim is playing in the putt putt, and he'll he'll keep riding along with events. Um, but I mean, oh, there's so you're no-
0: playing tomorrow. You're playing tomorrow, Tim. Yeah,
1: yeah. I grew in up. The yeah, I grew up at that
2: at playing at that course. It used to be different when I was a kid, but I mean, it's my hometown, so. The thing was, I went to make that video with Gig and Tony and all them that day and interview that kid, and I just realized that they're not only beatable, they're very, very beatable uh, in general. So it was just like, I can't let, you know, what's a God-given talent? God God gave me a talent, all right? I didn't ask for it.
0: He gave it to me anyway, (laughs) as if out of spite. I, I have to do this for do you the think Lord. you Do you think you will beat Kirk and TJ tomorrow? I will
2: beat TJ. I will beat Ryan Minahan. I wow. would wow. think Talk, that
0: I will. Beat, this is Tim in Canton stuff right here. <laughs> I would
2: think that I would beat Kirk. The one I'm worried about is Brian. His name's Peregrine on Twitter. He plays with TJ and I, and his lines are real clean. Uh, every once in a while, he'll have a breakdown and just go completely haywire with the six, but peregrine's real good um i i, I think I, I mean i think i will definitely do
0: uh okay what was that you what was the last sentence i'll do okay oh you'll do okay okay um so jacob what were you saying about what's next for you i mean you are you gonna you know sleep in cars down south i mean i can imagine it's pretty hot there it'd be a tough work
1: No, I mean we do sometimes if we go play poker, but uh, we don't want to pay for the room. But I mean, Mm. for minifan wise, I mean we've got the pizza special going. uh, But I mean, allegedly, uh, it's there. There's no alleged. It's there um uh, but I mean, unless Kirk puts something. You need the to get some call. proper.
0: You need to get some proper artwork made, like a a silhouette of Kirk Minahan, and then some nice graphics. The Minahan, you know, Kirk Minahan special. Like you need to do this properly. None of this, you know. I can imagine you like print out some little A four thing and stick it on the register. No one's going to buy it. Then you know, get a nice picture of Kirk. It, really do it properly.
1: What I really want is a headshot of Kirk, one of his headshots, and then him to sign it and write a little message um, to the pizza restaurant like in Seinfeld so there's nothing finer than being in your diner and then setting it right <laughs> there on the bar and just yeah. and then having the special. That, that's, that's my dream. Um,
0: well, I, I think know. what you've got to do is, my advice, and then is make the beautiful scene. And I think Kirk will eventually come and sign it. I mean, he wants to do another live show. Like, it's a bit of like Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will come. <laughs> you know, you've, you've, you've let this team down once. You know, Kirk at the moment is probably doubtful this is ever going to be reality. So, yeah.
1: Nice reality is there. Um, a, a mural would be a great idea. That's something i have to get in on. So I'll yeah, look well, that look,
0: up. happy to help you with the food and beverage business. As you know, I'm a professional. So um, happy, any advice, just reach out anytime. Um. All and right. Uh, let's talk about some other show stuff before um, I let you guys go. Um, anything else you want to say about the night? I mean, anything? any f- closing words on one of the greatest achievements by The Minute fans? So entertaining, a masterpiece. You know, you look at that night, the, the early excitement, the Tim exit, the Dana entry, you know, the sort of nightclub scene. Then as Dana came down, it got a bit... And then there was just the sort of wee hours of the morning where, you know, it was kind of sweet. Just you three, you two and Justin sort of, you know, you read it together. Uh, so, yeah, any, any closing remarks from two, two great uh, car sleepers? I uh,
1: just want to say thanks to Kirk and Justin um, and the show for having us on and all that. And I really did have a great time um it was great to meet all the people um justin i hope he has cleaned that car i hope he's found that bottle of piss but other than that um just thanks it was fun yeah Team? as always
2: uh thanks to kirk thanks to the show it was awesome to go in the studio um and when you start dozing off in the middle of the night and get Fucking squirt gunned in the face like thirty times. It's fucking like I do not like being woken up, and like I I rage. And dude, that was that was tough. I. I got blasted like kitty cat style, like a lot. Like I was yeah. getting fucking That that there was during that Clifford the Red Dog. That that's a, a pretty funny part of Clifford the Red Dog because you'd squirt me in the face and ask me what's happening in the movie. And I there was one part I I, I have no fucking idea what I said. I was talking about like fucking Jason Statham or something. Like, it was uh,
1: delirium time.
0: So. Mm. But wow. yeah, that fucking squirt gun, dude. Jesus, dude, it's like that water torture. <laughs> hey,
1: yeah, um, we waterboarded Justin at one point. I did. saw that. Like, how I how that.
0: I saw that. <laughs> we tried to waterboard Justin. Unsuccessfully. He put his seat back, didn't he? He put his, put his seat all that. the way back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ uh, Alright, well, minifans as well Just check on the sanctioned um, phone break Because I'd hate to continue to get disqualified Alright, okay, so since the last minifandom, fandom We have had one of the all-time Worst Third chairs Ryan Glashpiegel was in last Thursday or Friday, I can't remember Friday, mm. it was just Terrible, like, it wasn't a terrible Show, because Kirk can make everyone fine, but he was a, a bad guest. He had no idea about the show, wasn't in on any of it, never listens. Um, I mean, what did you think of him, McFuss um, Daddy?
1: Uh, well, at first, I mean, I really didn't like him. I didn't like his voice. Uh, I thought he was pretty boring. Um, but I, I like the rig show, so, was, I mean, it's kind of similar, just different conversation. Um, so after I, I listened to it a second time and kind of listened to what he had to say about media and all that, and it was a little more interesting uh, but i thought I, I was wondering why he went on without knowing much about the show If his dad was such a big fan and he wanted to go eat lunch with kirk and breakfast and all that afterwards um i, I mean i i wouldn't really want to see him again there but i mean if he's back i mean i'll listen to it of course and i'm sure it'll be great but uh i, I didn't really love it i just timmy i feel like kirk
2: for years has dealt with people like that like uh He knows how to shine him on. He knows how to keep the conversation rolling. And honestly, there was a couple funny parts to me just because he was a pretty odd character. Um, So some of the stuff he was saying made me laugh just as far as I I don't know whether it was Asperger's or like somewhat on the spectrum or whatever it was. Like just as far as that goes, uh, the way he said stuff and the way he presented was somewhat funny to me and like i said kirk's so comfortable talking to people like that that are a weird and b fucking sporty hardo type people media people so he just he he zipped right through it um it didn't present much of a challenge but yeah Glash Bugle is a fucking he's a specimen for sure he's a
1: specimen
0: mm, so i reached out to ryan just to to um get some some answers on some of this stuff um so i asked asked him if he enjoyed his appearance on the main show. He said he did enjoy it. I said, do you think you will start listening to the show now? And he said that the problem is he doesn't listen to sports talk. So he doesn't <laughs> even know what the show's yeah, about. Yeah, that was the best.
2: That was the that was the ultimate tell right there. I don't listen to sports talk stuff and it's just like, mm. dude, Kirk talks sports
1: fucking once every yeah. three the, weeks. <laughs> the Sporty McKenzie comes out maybe.
0: Yes. Exactly. Um, so um so he did, didn't even know that um so he said and he says he doesn't listen to sports talk because he doesn't want to um you know he wants to come up with his own story so i get that i get that but he didn't but so he doesn't know anything about the show which is a big i so what i don't get is guys if i'm cullinane or anyone i can it's not hard to say do you listen to the show to someone before you book them is it no
1: honestly
2: honestly like I don't I don't think it's that hard, but I I don't know. I think honestly, I think it it kind of worked out as far as it was. It was pretty funny just to see him in there. Mm. And really, I think Kirk, once he found out what Glass Spiegel's dad did, I think Kirk actually wanted to get fucking lunch with that guy. Uh, If you got fucking, you know, fuck off money and like play money and you can sit down with a guy who had that type of connections and pull and abilities that's a pretty interesting lunch to meet a guy like that i would imagine Glasspiegel's dad's been in rooms with people that literally fucking move industries and are well that's why people
0: kirk, kirk, kirk got really annoyed when your man tim dave cullinane i um, insulted bob, bob glass and he was like don't insult bob i think you're right um,
2: uh, yeah, to, it, w- it would be interesting to sit down with a person like that—just someone that's been at such a high level of such like a clandestine, you know, a stock picker, uh, and especially a specialized like insurance stocks. Like, how the fuck did you get into that? It would be interesting to meet him. Probably much
0: mm. more interesting than his sons, so. though. And, and look, Ryan Glushberg also said to me that he. You know, when he – I said I – because I wrote back and said, well, they don't talk about sports, so you should listen to Kirk's show. And he said, I can guarantee you Kirk won't regularly listen to my show. Um, and then finally, I, I I wanted clarification with Ryan. You know, do you know um, Julie DeCaro? Is she a friend of yours? And he says, I'm not friends with Julie DeCaro. I don't think I've ever even directly met her. So hmm. uh, that was all on the record. Ryan didn't know that, but whatever. I mean – you, you, sometimes you've got to get your hands dirty to do good reporting. Um, as you know, McFuss, Daddy. You, yeah. Um, yes. uh, so uh, then uh, Blind Mike gave his rankings of guest uh, new Thursday chairs, and I'm curious what you – I want your rankings after this. So, you know, Mike had Greg Poler at one, uh, John Stewart at two, Montante at three, and Glash Beagle at four. Uh, where, where would you put yours, um, McFuss, Daddy?
1: Uh, I've got John Stewart one easy number one. I love the episode Ooh. he was on. Um, yeah, and then Greg, I, I like Greg Poler a lot too. So I go Greg Poler two. Montante, that's solid. That's solid at three, and then Glass Beagle, uh, definitely lower, but four. Uh, but again, yeah, John Stewart. John Stewart's a man. I laughed the whole time he was on.
0: He was funny. What about you, Timmy? Where's your huge
2: huge John Stewart guy? That's an easy one. Uh, Oh, yeah. And honestly, to me, Polar being the fact that he lives across the Atlantic Ocean uh, most of the year, that actually takes points away from him and bumps Montante up a spot Mm. for me. Uh, The uh, best ability is availability, and Michael available. Uh, Mm. So I would, you know, uh, Polar show was really funny and whatnot, but uh, the John Stewart show was like just hook it to my veins as far as that goes i there's something i i can't get enough jay stew he's hilarious uh from the moment he stood there the first Madawaska, and it was just like hey kirk i have a question like in the middle of like kirk's speech like up on this railing and he just like it was just like who the fuck's that guy in the earnhardt jacket and that was the first time i ever laid eyes on that beautiful man
0: (laughs) yeah um kirk seems to have called on montante
2: yeah yeah well I, I i don't know i mean i don't know why i don't know if i don't know if montante has done anything that i've noticed as far as what would have caused that um but i thought montante did really good uh when he was in the studio i i enjoyed that episode and like i said i i rank him slightly higher of polar being that he's like you know way closer to the studio
0: so yeah um I, look I enjoyed I enjoyed polar I enjoyed John Stewart I enjoyed Montante um I'd like to see Montante go in there cuz I think he's got the first one out of the way so I think he would be better the second time and then Glass Beagle to me was a disaster and yeah. um we have lost um, we have lost um McFuss Daddy listeners. He's dropped off the stream. It's just me and Timmy boy now. Hopefully there, can he'll come you back.
2: Imagine fucking sitting in Justin's car all night, not showering, not pissing, and then getting out, getting on a plane, flying from Boston to Philadelphia, only to find out that your fucking connecting flight has been canceled. <laughs> Dude, that is an absolute that's that's tough. That's a tough day. Like that could so give like they an put older him up in a hotel. Heart. I
0: think they put him up in a hotel, didn't they? I
2: I believe so, or I think he got. I I think he got one himself, but um, wow.
0: it was thank God Gearhead. I mean, thank God Gearhead, Mike, and his lovely um, partner let him have a shower and a, you know a bit of a rest before the trip. Super nice people. Super. You had Mike's super, a great guy. He nice had Mike's a great. And it was yep. good. You know, all the great fans were there to see you get in the car, you know, all the usual suspects that that love all <laughs> these things. It's like the <laughs> most true. it's like the most, you know, fucked up family picture ever. You know, you got Harman, John Peltier. Um, <laughs> I mean, that that's enough. You don't even need to imagine any more of that. That's a huge contrast.
2: Oh, oh and a uh, quick thank you, of course, to the um uh, not halfway cafe it was the shoppers market um oh, yeah. in waltham that was awesome uh great spread the chili was very very good and the pizza was great and they got a, that they got a great spot back there it's like behind a corner so they got this whole open area it's it's a it's a good
0: scene there um mcfast uh, he's back those guys he's there back. he is. yeah you sorry didn't, you about didn't miss much we're just talking about your trip. Uh, a couple more. Th- that's all right. A um, couple more things. So, um, Tim told me offline uh, Cullinan annoys him a lot. Um, um, and yes. how? And how annoyed Tim were you with the? I mean, it was funny, but when he said, you know, Kirk sent him the message, "You can handle it," and he he got. I mean, that was hilarious. Great bit, but I mean, there was that was just the most inane message from Kirk. Like, inane. I, I, i i don't know
2: it's one of those things that like you have to have had exterior things going on at the moment you know like kids are screaming shit fucking blah 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 you get a call like oh yeah like a dentist or something and then that happens and you read that then you overreact but i don't know how in like a normal balanced state of mind you could read that as like aggressive or passive aggressive or derogatory uh i did enjoy you know the the optics of it i enjoyed kirk's reaction to it and uh dave's teacher calling in uh the other day and saying he could he could definitely handle it was uh
0: that that was a great call by Rico. that unbelievable uh, unbelievable i've never heard him actually be that funny before i'm not a Rico a rider you're not you gotta ride to the fucking massage parlor that was very funny that was I mean that that the whole show on Thursday just cracked me up. One of the best, um, but yeah, I mean, Cullinane's an idiot. Um, just, just let, let it. What, what, what annoys you about Cullinane, Tim? What is it that annoys you about him?
2: Mm, it's not like so much. It's not so much. Uh, I don't. I don't really know. I mean, I'm not sure what annoys me about him. Um, I just think sometimes potentially he thinks more about Dave than like the Kirk Menahan show. Like, how does this look for me or how does this affect me? Which I don't know if it's necessarily true. And it's not like, like something like Clemmer level or something like that, where he's like got nefarious, uh, ulterior motives. I just think Dave is in, in real life, like, and not like a terrible way, but like a self-absorbed person where he's focused on, himself like i want to make sure my hair looks right i want to make sure i got a good fit like all, all that stuff and that i think sometimes maybe that bleeds over but at the same time to me the funnest period of the show outside of the very beginning which also had dave has been the dave Cullenane era i think kirk's having a really good time um he seems Ever since the Wilbur went off without a hitch and it was so universally beloved, I mean, I think they're on a roll right now. And Dave did a fucking great job with that, too. So I don't know. That would be my my real only criticism as far as it goes is maybe sometimes there's a little bit of how does this affect Dave or what about Dave? But other than that. He's kind of killing it right now, um, and mm. it's a tough time to be a colonnade hater.
0: He's kind of on a roll. so. Well, I mean, a, a couple of things. I'd agree with you about um, those feelings about Dave, but my thing is, and Red helped me see this, is he's just kind of a bit of a bumbling idiot. Like, yeah. uh, you know, when he doesn't get back to people, when he overlooks something, it's not because he's malicious like Steve Robinson. It's because he's just, he says yes to everything and he's got, you know, kids, jobs, and he just forgets things. And so I can kind of get that. Um, and, uh, you know, the show has never been better and Cullinane has to be part of that. And um, I, I think you're right. Kirk is reinvigorated since the Wilbur. I mean, McFust, Daddy, I mean, from, what's your point of view? I mean, surely we're in the middle of a golden run for Kirk Minahan.
1: The show has been on fire the last few months. I mean, every episode is better than the last. I mean, I laughed the whole time. Uh, but I'm, I'm a huge Cullinan guy. I played golf with him in Magnolia. Uh, he was super nice. Uh, every time I've talked to him, he's always helped me out. Uh, so I, it was it was kind of an overreaction from him on that text message. I was wondering I don't know what the fuck he was thinking but I think Tim nailed it. He probably just had some something going on with his kids. His mom couldn't make him breakfast a couple of weeks in a row. So that's, I mean, it's
0: tough. It's tough when you're used to that. Mm. I, I also thought we saw... Um just peak kirk this week the way he wound up blind mike about the louis ck stuff (laughs) i mean that was kirk at his absolute most evil because kirk doesn't give a shit he just knows where to prod mike to get those reactions and boy did he get a reaction
2: it's great when he just starts saying things that aren't relevant true or even <laughs> realistic <laughs> just to fuck with someone and it works and then mike just goes I, I i love when mike yells when mike gets to the yelling level it's always good it's it's always funny he's got a real funny tone when he gets actually like worked up uh, that that was that was that was fucking mint that was mint mm. he was almost screaming
0: <laughs> um so all right so that was all the show stuff anything else you two want to bring up about the show before we move on to minifan world stuff
2: no it's it's just on a roll i mean it's on ever since magnolia i think shit's peaking like basically like peaking like this is Mm. as how could it get for me better than right now um it's just fun. It's, it, it's fun. Like it's a, it's a fun time. So I, I, I don't know that's, that's, that's
0: all I got on the show. Yeah. Um, book fast daddy. Do you, do you, do you live by yourself? Or do you have a partner? What's your sort of um situation?
1: No, I live by myself right now. Uh, I had a couple of roommates, but one just got married and then the other Thomas Bob chill and he, uh, he just moved back to Macon to sell some medical supplies um, so it's just me and my dog right now by myself.
0: Oh, okay, good. Um, yeah. do you want to unplug your headphones and just see because you're getting a bit of scratchy? Just yeah. let's do it without the headphones. Um, all right, so let's get into the minifan world stuff. Uh, so a bit's been happening. Kirk went on Jerry Callahan's show, um, which was, um, I mean. That's better. We should have done that before. Um, anyway, whatever. Those the shitty headphones. Don't use them again, McFuss Daddy. Um, yeah. So, so Kirk went on Jerry's show, and I realized how little I missed the K and C show after hearing that.
2: Yes. Okay. So when Kirk's been completely unleashed and he can do whatever he wants on barstool, it gives you a different perspective, but. When you were driving around during the Dennis and Callahan years or the Kirk and Callahan years and just doing your thing, I spent a lot of time in the car. There were times, I mean, I was sitting outside of sales calls just listening to the next segment and trying to make the quickest sales call ever so I could get back to the car when the commercial break ended. It, I would tell Rachel... This is once in a lifetime. You're never going yeah, to hear not, this. Yeah, I'm not disputing. On a, radio it, was a
0: it was a great show in its time, but it's just gone yeah. so much past that now. Well, it's like, over. It's over. You know, <laughs> Kirk, they've just gone in different directions. Like Kirk's gone down the more let's have fun, and Jerry's gone the opposite way, kind of bitter and old. And I mean, I, and I, you know, what's driving me crazy? Okay, every time they're together, Jerry brings up, "You're going to threaten my family again. You're going to threaten my family again." I mean get over it I mean your friend has mental health problems it's not funny anymore it's not relevant I mean am I the only one that thinks um that's crazy
1: no I'm with you uh, when I listened to uh, Kirk on Jerry show I mean as soon as Kirk came in he just dominated I mean he did, I mean Jerry took the second chair immediately and um, <laughs> and then it was a lot funnier from there so I mean I, I, did, I obviously I've only listened to some clips um, and stuff like that from the Kirk and Callahan show but uh, I'm glad Kirk has gone this route because, I mean, let's do politics and sports all the time. I mean, that that stuff just gets old. So, I mean, Kirk is definitely – he's doing the right thing, I'm pretty, pretty sure.
0: Mm. Um, also in the Minifan world, um, Steve Robinson was on Matt Carano's um, show Rome. <laughs> and uh... – I mean, some, some of the highlights from that. Um, well, apparently Steve Robinson kept, has kept a journal of his travels in the RV. So I think it should be a Minifan's mission to somehow get hold of that journal. Um, obviously, it's going to be through nefarious circumstances, but do it if you can. Uh, and at one point, they were talking about vacuum packing shits. Uh, in vans. So, yeah,
2: yeah the coconut wild. shells. Uh, yes. Like the shit tray. Uh, that was, a, I, I guess that was something I didn't think of because I've never really caravanned or anything, but that was interesting to hear how they uh, deal with that particular issue. But those two are fucking peas in a pod they were Absolutely. meant for each other they're like the exact same guy uh I it's a there that was an interesting episode i can't stop listening to rome I, I i don't want to stop listening to rome for someone to put themselves out there like that uh I it, it is appointment listening for me i can't stop i can't get enough it's 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 very introspective look at <laughs> matthew carano
0: I mean, I, I don't listen to Rome, but I listen to the Robinson one because I wanted to hate listen um, to Steve again. And, uh, I mean, w- w- when we were talking about Cullinane before, I guess this really displays it. When I'm hearing Carano and Robinson talk, and you're right, they're, they're so much on the same wavelength. they just so into their own shit. They they're both just love the sound of their own voice. They, you know, they love using big words. and 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 then you think... They were both producers of Kirk's show at one point. Um, yeah. It's the complete, the complete opposite of Dave Cullenane. You know, that. that's why even the, when Dave Cullinane's stupid with the You Can Handle It stuff or when he forgets to post fan shows, you kind of need that bumbling idiot next to Kirk.
2: I'll, I'll trade um, Carano's, Carano's technical ability, I think, is definitely second to none as far as production value and the songs he puts together in like a week's time or he probably already made them but the way Carano does stuff it is slick and impressive and I mean Steve was a machine he was a workhorse he was a machine and he ran a tight ship he had been a producer before so he knew you know what to do I'll trade all that for just having fun and Dave Dave's fun Mm. like it's been a fun time and the shows are more fun now so
0: that was wild about the vacuum pack. It was wild about the vacuum pack shits. I mean, that was a real eye-opening experience. And that, anyway. So that was Rome, incredible. Uh, and then last night I listened to Montante's world this week, which was uh, Danny and Bill Ricker, who I, mm-hmm. who he revealed he's the only fan he's ever met is me. So I'm um, feel special and also very unlucky. Um, <laughs> so that's that's cool. um But Danny and Montante did a two hour two hour twenty five minute show. Holy and, shit! Um, Danny has the perfect sleep voice, just monotone. I, I'm going to get him to talk continuously for half an hour and record it and send it to me to help me get to sleep at night. Uh, they covered lots of stuff. um You know, Danny's going to get cancer soon. He just turned forty. He doesn't think he'll make it very far. Um, Montante said he masturbates twenty to thirty times per week. Uh, wow! And he only has Wowie. sex once every ten days with his partner. So I think there's some imbalance there. I don't know; the math seems off. Wow! Uh,
2: I've never met Danny. So he, he Danny's never been
0: to a single like live event. No, no. But, but they had a very weird discussion. I mean, it just went on and on, and by the end, Danny was asking Mike questions. Uh, it, it, two hours and twenty five minutes. But there was one part, and uh, Moton, and you know, Motonte is labelled a racist sometimes, and you know, maybe I've labelled him that sometimes. He used um, a a a word for Asian people that begins with G, and That's ends not good. In, K S yeah. and yep. he, he, he said to Danny, Oh, is this a rude word? And then he went on to say it about 20 times. And actually when you were on his show, Tim, he was another time when he was very racist, when he started saying stuff about Mike Tyson, you got very uncomfortable and and Danny <laughs> was like, Mike, you've got to stop saying that word. And he kept saying it. I mean, I feel sorry for Mike. It was one in the morning. He was hammered. Um, I think he's removed that passage of audio from his show. I I sent him a message saying he should, um, but yeah, look, an incredible episode of Montante's World. Um, you I'll probably to need listen. to listen to it in three. Yeah, I haven't.
2: Good I haven't gotten, two. I haven't gotten to it just because I've been fucking tired and busy. But uh, I, I I listen to pretty much every episode. I really like his show. Um, I. I do wonder if that's factored in earlier when you said Kirk seems to have cooled on him a little bit, if maybe he was getting a little bit of, well, no, a little bit of chirps behind the scenes, like, hey, some of the things that Mike has said and posted could definitely potentially be construed as offensive, uh, transphobic, uh, racist, homophobic, whatever the – obic is that it is uh mm. maybe there's some stuff out there publicly
1: that might not be so hot um look I
0: you're on mute by the way. You put yourself on mute. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. I don't know what's wrong with my um with my phone. I left my laptop charger in there. Don't
0: worry about it. I'm we're sure. doing well. We're doing well. It's going great. Um, but you're right, Tim. And I also think the fact that Montante didn't go to both Wilbur shows is counted against him. All right, let's get into <laughs> listener listener questions. Um I mean, Tim, I mean you were I mean you were so fucking hammered for the second Wilbur show, but you still went. I mean, I sat behind you. Actually, we haven't. So I don't know. So you were on the balcony. So this is after Harmon does the fall, almost plunges to his death. Yes. Um, so we're on that balcony and Gearhead Mike brings me over. I'm sitting in the second level. He says, come on. There's a spare seat on the balcony. And I sit behind you. And I say hello. And I'm sitting there for like, you know, the whole show. And at the end of the show, you turn around to me and go, oh, I didn't know you were there. Mm,
2: yeah. See, I was uh I I had over imbibed uh so yeah. for sure. I was I was a little stewed. I still was you get you know, I still get in there. But honest to God, and this is no joke, the, the thing that got me excluded from going downstairs before for that VIP thing, I legitimately have uh vertigo. I've gotten physical therapy for it, it kicks up every once in a while and, and it's vodka not, really
0: helps that vodka it, really helps it,
2: it. it really doesn't and I, I i do have bad balance in general i'm going to be like i'm tall and bony so i'm gonna break my hip in the shower one day when i'm older but it's something you know my mother suffered from and i suffer from so it does not help uh but i had definitely probably had maybe one or two too many potentially
0: so, how did being on the balcony go with your vertigo?
2: It wasn't good. Uh, I was just trying to stay seated. Um, but that second show was electric, man. Uh, the the first show there was a couple hundred more people there, and it, you know it was a more packed house. But that second show, when Kirk loosened up, and I mean everyone loosened up, it was it was it was smooth. It was hilarious. Mike even had a better set. Mm. Um, and the crowd was just it was ripping it was ripping so i mean I, I i don't know i a lot of people that have seen me in real life have seen me um much
0: worse so I, I i was still walking working. oh yeah, that's what, you did great that's what i'm saying like yeah, montante yeah. couldn't you know you were basically you know dead on your feet and you were there and montante's you know sitting in a bar fucking <laughs> eating chicken fingers with um diesel <laughs> um all right listen to questions so this is from gearhead mike this is for mcfast daddy did you try a cheesesteak in each restaurant while you were stranded in philly airport
1: yeah, I did. So I, I had uh, Pat's um that Thursday night at my hotel. Um it was it was pretty good. And then I had Gino's back at the airport on Friday. Um I mean and they were all right. You hear Philly cheesesteak, that's supposed to be their best thing. I mean it wasn't anything to write home about. I mean they were just steak sandwiches. Um but mm. I mean now Phil now Philadelphia altogether trash. <laughs> okay. I've
0: never been there. So um, don't go. Or,
1: Trust me. Do not go. It's the worst. I feel like I want
0: to go just once for a couple of days, even just to, don't they <laughs> no. have a lot of history there. Um, right. <laughs> Mi- Minahan. Wonderful. Why did Tim and Ken keep shouting? I'm no longer a contestant as if that was in any way relevant to Justin driving him home or to his car. You were there. What was was going
2: on? It was an awkward moment for uh, Foss and I um, because, you know, we're naturally sympathetic to Tim, but at the same time, I'm giving him a look like keep your fucking mouth shut. First of all, there's only going to be two of us in this car and second of all, we don't want to fucking like change the rules now, like uh, and let Tim back in. Cause this could negate uh, just two and a half hours in there. It's was like, I, I was already plot committed. So uh, I don't, I, I don't, I, I don't know. It was just such a, it was just such a discombobulating uh, disorienting experience. I, I really don't know. Uh, I think he thought that it was over. So he didn't have to, there were no rules anymore or something. Um, I, I, I the, the, that's what I think. Does, and I mean, does he not enough. know
0: how to use Uber? Cause I mean, if I'm thrown out of the, the car and Justin gives me my phone, I just order an Uber and I'm, I'm out of there. I mean, well, I don't know. Uh, I'm not from
2: Massachusetts, so I don't know if Waltham's rough or not. <laughs> uh, the area we were in was certainly perfectly fine. Um You could have just waited next to the car
0: for an yeah. Uber and then what's going to happen? I mean, yeah, that 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 is definitely uh, that's definitely true. I mean, I, I know Justin didn't uh, stop when there was that car accident. That poor person, like, died by the side of the road, and Dude. you know maybe maybe Tim would have been like stabbed in front of the car, and Justin's like, "Well, I can't get out." But
2: he was he was walking. There was an old man getting out of the car. His car was completely parallel across, like horizontal across mm-hmm. the lanes of the highway. There's no emergency responders there yet. There's one person pulled over uh, getting out to help him. So me and Fustad were like, don't stop on the fucking highway, dude. That's really dangerous. There's already someone here to help this man. But that old guy got out, and he was doing a fucking crazy like moonwalk, like shakewalk oh, yeah, thing. Just stop. Severely concussed. Severely great concussed. For
0: you, imagine you two... You know, had to get out of the car and save lives, and then you could get back in the car. It would have been a great story. I want I'm the fucking
2: tickets? Uh, yeah, no, we weren't if, getting out I of the
0: <laughs> car. I think I think you would have still got the. T- Surely there's a free pass. I mean, um, <laughs> Dana right.
1: could have got. Dana would have gotten out because in the stream he said uh, he said, "Can I please get out? Like if I'm going to save somebody's life." So he was looking for it. Justin could have got out. And I wasn't. We weren't getting out of that car.
0: Not fair enough. All right, next question. This is from Turtle Boy. I don't know if it's the real Turtle Boy. Does Justin show up in Maine on Sunday to the golf tournament?
1: Yeah, yeah, he'll definitely be there. Justin is an absolute warrior. He takes a lot of shit, and he rightfully gets a lot of shit. But I mean, he's a—I mean, he's there. I mean, he's a—he truly is. Like, he's a hard worker.
2: He's—he's mm, he's um, a big fluffy, big fluffy, playful dog. But he is loyal to one man and one thing only. And that's Kirk Minahan. Like, he, he'll he be there. He'll be there. Uh, he, he would bite. <laughs> He'd bite for Kirk. He's, he, it's, it's literally he only thinks about one thing. And he only cares about one thing. And he only has loyalty to one person. It's pretty impressive, actually. He's very one track.
0: Yeah. Yes, um, and Turtle Boy asked thoughts on his performance overall. Remember, the only drops on Thursday were drops that were we'll asked for. Um, look, I, I, I think justin he's, he just can do anything. He's got incredible stamina. He'll happy. He's happy to suffer. He's happy to be an idiot. Uh, you know, you just think about all the dumb things he's done. So, yeah, his performance was as expected. I, I do agree. With Madawaska Rob, that mm-hmm. they sh- should have put a little bit more thought into how you they were going to capture content on the night. I know it's easy in hindsight, but I, I think you know Cullinane and Justin could have planned a bit better. Like you, like there would have been so many great videos from the night if you had a GoPro, like d- tons um, content for years. So. Um, but you know, it's like the as Kirk said, you know, it's the first time. And next time you guys spend a night in the car with Justin, I'm sure there'll be more cameras. And 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 this comment criticizing his drops on Thursday is the dumbest comment I've ever heard. Yeah, Justin right. had been up for like 36 hours straight. He was doing well just to be in there producing a show. I mean, uh, some some people love to just lay it on Justin, and at times he's aggravated me, but that's very unfair. I give Justin uh, even falling uh, – look, I'll give him this week a nine out of ten. I'll take one point off for falling asleep and allowing Tim to get on his phone because it seems to be that when he was asleep, you got on the phone. I don't know if that's right, if there's a sanctioned phone thing here. Um no, we be ashamed stopped... to get disqualified like a few days after
2: we stopped um, for breakfast and that was when um one person was allowed to check a flight and check in with their mom and the other person was allowed to make sure their wife knew they were alive and okay, good, good.
0: Yeah. i'll let you off i'm glad you replied to me lol so um all right okay, you're, the o- you're the only person that messaged me it hurt my feelings I love it. well i really care about you um you know um AKA, okay. is someone messaging you at first, Daddy?
1: Um, Just tell there you. There was it. earlier, yeah.
0: Whatever. <laughs> sorry. Um, buzzing away. I'll fucking put you on mute, Ticket. Uh, all right. Uh, next question. This is from AKA Crowd Pleaser. Is it true that you weren't part of the night because Tridel DM wouldn't put a car seat in for me? Um, I mean, yes, okay, haha, I'm small, good joke. I'm also in Australia and I would never put myself through something like that. I'm not like Tim and Ken. I would have lasted 15 minutes, I reckon. I would have been claustrophobic, annoyed, needed to take a piss and had been out of there within 15 minutes. That uh, I'm terrible with stuff like that. Um and last question is from Rico Bosco fan. This is to you, McFuss Daddy, if you can hear me. Will there be a live show at McFuss Daddy's restaurant? I mean, is so, you know, we talked earlier about you putting a, a motif up of Kirk, a big image. Um, will there be – is there room for a live show? He's, he's still on mute. Uh, McFuss Daddy's gone. Maybe I'm going to turn, turn your video off. Um, we've lost McFuss Daddy. All right. Okay. Well, McFastaddy, when you come back, you can answer that question about is there room for a live show. Um, all right, we'll come to the end of the show, Timmy. It's the last segment. It's dedicated to Red's dead parents. What are they watching? Um, McFastaddy's back. McFastaddy. <laughs> oh, my God. The internet's bad down south. Um, so what have you been watching, Timmy boy?
2: Uh <clears throat> The new season of Alone, Oh yeah, uh, I very much enjoy Alone. I can't imagine. Uh, I myself would bring like a machine gun turret and a camper, uh, but none of these people have thought of that yet. So I think they make it harder on themselves, but I think it's the most captivating um, reality show I've ever seen. It's very, very interesting to me.
0: Okay, good. Alone. I've never heard of it. Um, McFastaddy, what are you watching at the moment?
1: Uh, right now, I'm watching the Larry Sanders Show on HBO. Okay. Uh, it's fucking nice. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. I'd never seen it before,
0: so I would recommend that to anybody. Great. And uh, did, just quickly, uh, did you hear the question? Is there room for a live show at your restaurant?
1: There, there's, uh, there definitely is. The one down in Bon Air would probably be a little bit better. Uh, it's a little bit bigger. But there's room for all the Menna fans and for Kirk. We can put a little stage in there, too. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, I, I want to make this happen. I want to make this happen. And um someone wants to fly me over for it. We want to
1: see you there, Menna. Yep. Come on to Georgia. Come yeah, down south. Yeah,
0: it's going to be hard to swing it again. But anyway. Okay, so but what am I watching? What am I watching? Uh, so I started watching Nathan for you on Kirk's recommendation. I'd uh, never seen it. And it is very funny. I, I think you need it in small doses, though, because it's – it's so dark. You just, yeah. You need it in small doses. I've started watching the new Star Trek show, Strange New Worlds. I was really good. You know, it's kind of popcorn TV, but they've, they've yeah. changed the format to like more like classic Star Trek. It's a prequel series, and it's each episode is more standalone, like classic Star Trek adventures. Nice. Uh, Saw the Northman movie, excellent Viking stuff. Um, And I'm watching Gaslit, finally, uh, which is based on the podcast Slow Burn and uh, enjoying them immensely.
2: Nice, nice. Uh, uh, One movie recommendation saw recently, uh, Werner Herzog's uh, Aguirre, The Wrath of God, uh, about a conquistador unbelievable wow. you are, you are unbelievable. highbrow
0: highbrow like you
2: are. the to shoot there they don't make them like that anymore they don't make them like that anymore we're like extras are dying in the production it, it it's pretty incredible it's an okay incredible,
1: what's it incredible. called again
0: what's it called again
1: aguirre the wrath of god aguirre the wrath of god Yep. did somebody actually die when they were shooting it
2: dude uh warner herzog and klaus kinski the main actor hate each other so much klaus kept uh saying i'm gonna quit this production and warner herzog walked into his tent with a gun and said if you quit i'm gonna fucking kill you and then he shot he shot into a tent blindly and blew the finger off one of the fucking extras dude oh yeah no it was a and then they did like four more movies together after yeah,
0: yeah, I'm going to have to check wow. that out. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. 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 Oh, I might be going to see Elvis later today. Oh, um, nice. Nice. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining me on Minifandom. It's been a great show. As I said, uh, a 10 out of 10 week for both of you. I mean, just congratulations. Uh, you know, Tim, uh, you know, in, in, in my opinion, you're front runner for Minifan of the year, and mm. especially with what's happened to Tim and Canton, who... Uh, yeah, he'll, be he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. And I don't think his reputation is, you know, badly tarnished or anything. He had, you know, he had a disappointing night, happens to the best competitors, and uh, he'll, he'll bounce back. I've got a lot of faith in. I want to get him. on am in a fandom soon to talk through through this stuff. Yeah. Um, McFast, Daddy, great to me! Thanks for making your debut appearance on Minifandom. Um, I'd love to have you back. Um, we'll get your laptop sorted out next time, and uh, we'll have you on again because I love the South. Um, a big uh, where Georgia is it?
1: Yeah, yeah, in Marietta, Georgia, right now. So
0: mm, I've been to Texas. Um, yeah, yeah, I've been to New Orleans. Is that classified South?
1: Yeah, yeah, boy, um, the Mason Dixon.
0: Yeah. Um love it down there. Love barbecue. It's my favorite. Yeah.
1: Well come on, we'll get you some.
0: Good. All right, boys. Have a good night. Um thanks for joining me.
1: Thank you. Thanks, yeah, matters.